And good morning. It is the power hour for this Thursday. Got to remember it's a Thursday, December 29th. We're in that weird week between Christmas and New Year where you really don't want to do anything. If you're at work, you're working, you're probably not working too, too hard. Because you know, you might have some time off maybe tomorrow, this weekend to enjoy 2023, man, ringing in a whole new year. Don't want to be cliche, but I, I can't believe, <laughs> I cannot believe that we're ringing in a new year. If you're watching on Facebook, got a few ways to watch. Appreciate you doing that. My Chris Logan page, also our Listen to the Planet page, also my Chris Logan in the Morning Planet Power Hour Facebook group, also live on TikTok. Our TikTok account is at Listen to the Planet. If you're not following us, great. Just do so today. You know, me, you, everyone else, the Chinese government, you know, watch it along on TikTok too. Now, the U.S. government is getting jealous that the Chinese government is spying on us and they're not getting all of the spying. So they're not too happy about, about TikTok. But, yeah, we're on TikTok until it's taken down or they bring the servers to America, whatever it's going to be. But if you're watching on TikTok, share it for me or like it, send me some hearts, whatever it is, the little, all the little uh, diamonds or whatever you call it, and you can watch along on TikTok. And most importantly, we're live on the planet. That's my online station for 90s and 2000s rock. Listen to theplanet.com. Also, listen on the apps. You can download load the app, App Store, Google Play. Search for Listen to the Planet. That's what you need to search for. And then, boom, you're going to download the app. Got 90s and 2000s rock, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Also wanted to mention, too, a couple new shows coming up. We have Seth and Tyson making their way from terrestrial radio to the planet. They'll be landing on the planet this coming Sunday. Their shows will happen each and every Sunday. And Seth has the Louisiana Loud Hour. You may remember his local rock show from the radio. Yep, it's the same one. He just decided to change the name to kind of go along with his Louisiana Loud branding. So that's going to happen at 6 o'clock this Sunday and also every Sunday. Then Tyson brings his metal show called The Grindhouse. That's going to be from 8 until 10 every Sunday right here on the planet. That's all beginning this Sunday, New Year's night. Very excited about that. If you're watching on Facebook this morning, hey, I ask you to also share that as well. Forgot to mention that. What are we going to talk about today? Because here in the Power Hour, we talk about the daily headlines, stories, kind of what's going on in the world, in Louisiana, in Acadiana, all over the place. Got some New Year stuff to talk about since we're about to ring in 2023. Also got a local story, a Brobridge man arrested on a domestic violence charge after beating a pregnant woman. Now, you know, pedophilia... Um, you know, messing around with little kids, all that stuff. That that's bad. But when, if, if you're going to put your hands on a pregnant lady, that's just as bad. That's coming up. Also today, we got some sports headlines. It, it depends on the day here in the Power Hour on what we talk about today. There's a few sports headlines I feel 
we need to discuss. If you're an LSU fan, Kayshawn Booty declaring for the draft. Also, J.J. Watt, Derek Carr. Could Derek Carr land in New Orleans? I don't know. We, we may discuss some of that later. Terrell Owens trying to make a comeback at the age of 49? Come on, dude. And also, I saw this story yesterday on WAFB.com. How much the lawyer Gordon McKernan spins with LSU on his NIL deals? Crazy. Also, some phone facts. We got the Mega Millions pot climbing. No one's talking really about that yet, which no one does unless he gets like 900-something million or like in the billions. No one talks about it, but it's climbing. We'll talk about it today. Got an uh uh-uh moment. A robber slips on ice while trying to uh, rob someone. Ends up slipping on ice, kind of like a Home Alone scene, according to police. But this dude looks jacked up. I'll show you his picture later. Former President Trump not being subpoenaed for January 6th. And you know there's going to be a Twitter headline today. And also got a couple AI art pieces to share with you. One... I I found it online. It's what legendary musicians who passed away, what they would look like today. And also I have an AI portrait of me, and it is creepy. That is coming up later in the show. But first, let me say Happy New Year. I I think, you know, I I had a staff meeting with myself yesterday, and I think I'm going to work tomorrow. Now, I was going to work, but I was going to maybe not wake up as early and not do the show and just let music go on the planet. But I, but I, I decided tomorrow I'll, I'll do the show. So I'm not going to take off tomorrow. But I'll be ringing in New Year's Eve. Also want to talk about how I'm going to be ringing in New Year's Eve. We'll talk about that tomorrow, so make sure you join the show. Got my coffee this morning, too. Reading this, your first cup of coffee does more than just give you a caffeine jolt. Says drinking coffee is calming, reassuring, and provides a moment of mindfulness before the busy day ahead. Well, that's too late. My my busy day is underway, as I'm sure yours is as well. Now, I am drinking from my Cobra Kai mug. If you're watching, you can see. My sister gave me that for Christmas, I think, last year or the year before. Ended up bumping the handle. It came off. But I, I, I can't throw it away. So I still drink coffee from my Cobra Kai mug. New Year's Eve. Do you kiss your spouse when the ball drops on New Year's Eve? Maybe you're sitting around your house on the patio. You got a campfire going on. We're going to need the air condition here in South Louisiana this weekend. I mean, you can have a fire if you want, but it's going to be hot. We were freezing our you-know-what's off last week for Christmas. Now we're going to need a towel to wipe our foreheads on New Year's weekend. But do you kiss your spouse? It says when a couple kisses at midnight, it is said to strengthen their bond. If a couple does not kiss at midnight on New Year's Eve, people believe that their bond is not as strong and could fail in the years to come. So make sure to kiss your old lady. At midnight, if you're still awake on Saturday. Also this, be careful if you're opening New Year's Eve champagne. 24 people are killed each year by champagne corks. Didn't know that. 
More people are killed by a champagne cork than poisonous spiders. Um, let's see. Couple, let's see. One, let me let me mention. What up, man? What up, my boy? Hey, how you doing? Love the show. Thank you. John says I need you to do the show for my mental health. Okay, cool, John. Um, and then Facebook user, not sure. I hear TB12 jerseys go on sale January one. No, and if they do, I uh, with black and gold, I'm not buying one. Also, New Year's Eve, your pizza delivery person. We'll be a little late if you order pizza to celebrate the new year. New Year's Eve, the second highest delivery day for pizza. The first, Super Bowl Sunday. All time, I think I think this still holds the record, is when OJ killed those people and then was, was running away in his white Bronco. He was going, what, 15 miles per hour on the interstate, and there was that, that big chase. Every network had it. That is the biggest still, if not one of the biggest days that people ordered pizza, glued to the television set. What about New Year's resolutions? Do you have one? Will you do one? If you do, from what I'm reading today, it says to tell someone. You can share your goals with a friend or take it a step further and use social media to announce your commitment to a wider range of friends, followers, and coworkers. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say just tell somebody. If you want to put it on social media, fine. But we're going to see a lot of that. New year, new me. And, and look, do you? If you want the new year, new me, you want to lose some weight, gain some weight, you want to make more money, you want to start a side hustle, whatever, do it. But we're going to see a lot of that on social media come, come Saturday and Sunday. Also says, even telling strangers about your New Year resolution reduces your of, chances of failure because avoiding embarrassment can be highly motivating. So if you say it to a friend, say it to a stranger, coworker, hey, man, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in 2023. Okay, you tell your goal to your coworker, they might hold you accountable. You know, come March, you gain 10. They're going to be like, dude, Thought you're gonna lose 10. No, no, no. Nah, man. I said I was gonna gain 10. No, you didn't. Let's check receipts. Then you can go to their Facebook page. It's gonna see New Year resolution, lose 10 pounds, right? So if you're gonna do one, do it. If you're not gonna do one, see, I, I say don't do one. I say don't wait until January 1 to make a change. If you gotta make a change, make a change tomorrow. This story here, man, th this this saddens me. I saw this yesterday. I think it came across a notification on my phone. It's from KLFY.com. Brobridge man arrested on domestic violence charge after beating pregnant woman. Now, on top of that, his bond surprises me even more. So it says here, Brobridge man has been arrested after allegedly beating a pregnant woman. Detectives with the St. Martin Parish Sheriff's Office, responded to a domestic disturbance call before dawn Monday, December 26th. According to Sheriff's Office spokesperson, Mayor Jenny Higgins, Donald Clement, 30, was taken into custody in the 1100 block of BBHS Road. Guess that's Brobridge High School Road. Major Higgins said that Clement was charged with one count of domestic abuse aggravate, and aggravated battery on a pregnant victim. 
He was booked in the St. Martin Parish Correctional Center, get this, on a $5,000 bond, where jail records show he is still incarcerated. Also, Major Higgins said both the mother and the unborn child are okay. She did not give any information on the relationship between Clement and the victim. They were husband-wife, boyfriend-girlfriend, baby mama, baby daddy, whatever whatever it is. But still, man, it's one thing to be to, to um, you know, put your hands on a on a woman, but a pregnant woman? Uh-uh. See if that dude gets out of jail. Maybe maybe no one wanted to get him out of jail. And that's why that's why he's still in there. But $5,000. Come on. Also, Kayshawn Booty in some sports headlines today declares for the NFL draft. LSU fans, what do you think about that? Now, you know if you have been listening to the planet, if you personally know me, if you've been listening on the radio in the past, you know that I am not a huge LSU fan. I'm not a big old LSU hater, but I am just not a big LSU fan. So I, I can't come to you like, a, like an LSU fan would. But I did read a couple stories, uh, read some social media posts, read some social media comments, and it looks like a lot of fans are saying that Kayshawn Booty changed his mind because Jaden Daniels is coming back. And that Kayshawn Booty didn't really hit his peak, hit what he was projected or wanted to do this past season because of Jaden Daniels. But look, some LSU fans are just not satisfied no matter what. I, I saw someone say that you know, Jaden Daniels had the most rushing yards, and that was disrespect to the LSU rushing game. Like, how, like, where do you, like, where do you win? And I understand expectations, but where do you win, man? Jaden Daniels, from the outside looking in, I thought he did okay. People were ready to write him off early in the season. So was Brian Kelly. Y'all were ready to write him off. You can't tell me you weren't. Handful of people, maybe not. Adam Ducey, who's a big LSU fan that joined us on the show. You know, he he said that he was he was sticking by Brian Kelly and, and didn't want to see him gone. So there was a handful of real LSU fans that was willing to stick it out with Brian Kelly. And then as the season went on, they got better. And I think Brian Kelly changed the minds of a lot of people. But what does Kayshawn Booty do in the NFL? Does his mediocre 2022 season hurt him in the NFL draft? Last year was better than this year. Will they take that into account? Is it because of Jaden Daniels returning? Is it because of some uh, off-the-field activity? I read a couple posts about that, too. Maybe he was in a little bit of, of team trouble. He decided to get out of there. Maybe he just wants to get paid. I, I'm not hating on that. I'm not. You want to you wanna get out college? You want to try to make your way in the NFL? Try to get, you know, get paid? That's cool. Go ahead. Not, not hating on that at all. Also, in other sports headlines, 
J.J. Watt said that he's retiring from the Cardinals. See, how long? J.J. Watt's been playing for a while. Let me see if they have in this story real quick how long he's been in the NFL. He suffered a lot of injuries, though. Nearing 35 years old. I forgot when J.J. Watt came into the league. In 30, uh, I don't know. I can't do quick math, but anyway. He says, I've known for a little while it's the right time. It feels like the right time, he says. I put so much into the game and the wins and losses, the mental stress and passion that comes with it, it just weighs on you. It's heavy. I mean, it's really heavy. So J.J. Watt decided to head into retirement after the season. Wish him well. Great NFL player. Also, Derek Carr benched for the Raiders. Looks like Derek Carr will be making his way out of Las Vegas. Where does Derek Carr land? Is that someone that could possibly make his way down to the Big Easy? Put on a black and gold uniform, maybe. I mean, there's a lot of teams in the NFL that need a quarterback. Jets, Saints, Colts, Tampa Bay uh, with Miss Brady getting out of there, Giants, you know, Panthers, are they going to stick with Sam Darnold? Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill, you know, his injury, you know, Patriots, Commanders. There's a, there's a lot of quarterback holes in the NFL. I'm sure Derek Carr is going to end up being somewhere. He got Devontae Adams. <laughs> thought that that would help him, and it totally didn't. And also this story here. Let me, let me pull it up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it with you. Here it is. Should be able to see it on the screen. But if you're watching, uh, excuse me, listening on the planet, it's from WAFB.com. Check out this headline. Gordon McKernan, or just as McKernan, says law firms spent $750,000 to $1 million on LSU football NIL this season. It's a lot of money. You know, and for me, At first, when this NIL thing came out, I was like, eh, I don't know. But then the more and more it went, I kind of agreed with it. Because, yeah, you know, the old school way of thinking was, you know, these players are getting a degree. uh, That should be enough for, you know, in exchange for their play on the field, on the court, whatever it is. And you know what? Years back, I would agree with that. College sports now is a huge, huge business. And they're making a ton of money. And what are they making a ton of money off of? These student athletes. So I, I kind of changed my way of thinking in, in supporting the NIL. But dude, that's a lot of money. Gordon's getting it done with the NIL and LSU. The story from WAFB says, in the new controversial and exploding world of NIL name, image, and likeness, 
There's been one businessman that's clearly been the leader when it comes to LSU football, Gordon McKernan. The Baton Rouge-based attorney is perhaps as well known across the state of Louisiana as Brian Kelly himself, thanks to a largely, uh, excuse me, to an aggressive and relentless marketing campaign. You see him all over the place. Billboards, buses, benches. If McKernan could own them all, he probably would. And, and way back in the day, too, it used to be illegal for lawyers to publicly advertise, and, and that has changed. Gordon McKernan told WAFB-TV Sports, anything worth doing is worth overdoing. It's kind of a mantra I live my life by. Gordon McKernan has clearly channeled that enthusiasm into the Tigers, signing 15 of their football players to NIL deals during the 2022 season, and the firm has certainly invested the money to do so. Gordon went on to say, quote, it started at one figure where I was thinking we would do it, maybe $250,000 to $500,000. He says we quickly blew through that $500,000 mark. He says, I haven't tallied it all up, but it'll probably be three quarters of a million to a million dollar total. According to the story, too, he elaborates about NIL much more in the video, uh, which is here on WAFB.com if you want to check it out, including how a personal injury lawyer can somehow be paired with teenagers in advertising campaigns and what other businesses can do to participate in the NIL arms race to benefit LSU. Also, WAFB, you know, got a big game for the Tigers on Monday, which we're going to have a couple LSU fans on with us Monday and then the day after. Joining us here on the Power Hour, Brandon Landry. There's going to be an interview with him, WAFB.com, and also WAFB. They have a one live half-hour LSU special that's going to air Friday, December 30th at 6.30, if you want to check that out. But that's a lot of money, man. Woo! Dropping a mill on his LSU NIL deal. And, and you see him on commercials with LSU players. If you pass through Baton Rouge, you see him on billboards with LSU players. Not hating on it. Um, what else we got today? So, oh, this, this is coming up. This is my uh-uh moment. Check out, check out the dude right here. Luis Sabacho Ardenes, who is a Georgia resident, um, he, he slipped and fell trying to rob some people. But that is coming up a little bit later. Terrell Owens trying to make an NFL comeback at the age of 49? Terrell Owens, I don't know, dude. I don't know. According to his agent, he's in the best shape of his life. He's in playing shape. Supposedly trying to talk to the Cowboys about rejoining the team. But could you see 49-year-old Terrell Owens back on the field? His agent told SI.com earlier yesterday that he had been in constant communication with the office of the Cowboys, Jerry Jones, the owner Jerry Jones, over the last few days about T.O.'s potential return. Yes, he still loves him some me. Remember that? I love me some me. Had the popcorn moment 
where uh, my favorite <laughs> T.O. moment, I mean, it wasn't, he wasn't my favorite player by any means. I liked having him on my fantasy football team back in the day. But when he played in San Francisco, remember he had the, the pom-pom deal where he scored a touchdown, grabbed the pom-poms from a cheerleader, and you know began cheering a little bit. And then the one where he pulled out the Sharpie from his sock and signed the football. Yep. T.O. And then he got the classic, that's my quarterback. And he just had the press conference, and he was – was tearing up a little bit about Tony Romo. T.O., come on, man. Stay at the house, dude. Maybe he needs some money. Maybe he needs some money. Maybe he didn't make any, any decent investments back in the day when he was playing for the NFL. But this is the Power Hour. Doing it on the planet. Online station for 90s and 2000s rock. Listen to theplanet.com, the apps. You can search for Listen to the Planet, App Store, Google Play. Again, search Listen to the Planet. We are on TuneIn Radio. Search Listen to the Planet there. We're on the iHeart platform. Search Listen to the Planet there. Alexa, this is very important. You want to listen on Alexa? That's cool. Ask Alexa to enable the Planet Online skill. Then you say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. Don't say, Alexa, play Planet Radio. Don't say, Alexa, play Planet Rock. Nothing like that. Because there's still other planets and planet radios and planet rocks and all that around the, the country, around the world. So, Alexa, enable the Planet Online skill. Then you say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. Watching this morning, if you're on Facebook, I ask you to share the live. We're live on my Chris Logan page. We're also live on my Listen to the Planet Facebook page and my Chris Logan Planet Power Hour Facebook group. And then we got the YouTube channel. If you want to check out previous shows, search for the Planet Power Hour with Chris Logan. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Doing my best to upload every episode every day. It's a lot of work. Working alone here at Chris Logan Media. My staff meeting yesterday didn't last too long, but I decided to work tomorrow. What else we have in the in the last half hour here at the Power Hour this morning? How about this? How many times do you check your smartphone every day? I was going to pull mine, but I got mine going for our TikTok Live. People check their smartphones up to 160 times a day. One. 160 times per day or every nine minutes. Was a study done by Tech Republic. They also found a really gross fact about how we use our phones. Three out of four people use their phone while on the toilet and then put the phones to their mouths. You know, like to talk on it or anything. Now, they say three out of four people use their phone while on the toilet. That means that fourth person lied because four out of four people use their phone while they're in the bathroom. One of the most disgusting things that you can touch is your phone. <laughs> Don't worry about a mask. <laughs> Just wipe, wipe the screen off of your, wipe the, the screen on your phone. Clean that every once in a while. Then you talk on it. There's little pieces of, you know, food and everything. Ah, pretty disgusting. Buying a Mega Millions ticket 
Why not? No winner as of Tuesday night. Mega Millions jackpot for tomorrow has grown to $640 million. It's been 10 weeks since Mega Millions got a winner. No one matched the numbers in Tuesday's drawing. That drawing on Tuesday night, $565 million. The last time the jackpot was this large was on July 29th when a $1.337 billion ticket was sold in Illinois. Remember the fiasco about the other the other big one that the machine broke and then they quietly picked a, a name the next day or drew some numbers the next day and then one person won? Come on now. I'm not saying I'm crazy. I'm not saying a conspiracy theorist. I just I just question things sometimes. That's all. Mega Millions has produced six winners so far in 2022. Friday's drawing at 10. But I might as well go take a chance on that. $640 million? I could pay a studio audience to come in during the morning show, right? I don't know, maybe give $100, have a studio uh, audience. You know, the new building that I purchased um, that's going to house my new offices and, and studios, that's coming up. I, I could pay that off. We'll have more information about that after after the first once uh, I get all that done and get all that built. But we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have some new things coming next year. Very excited about this too. So we wanted uh, we wanted to get this story this morning. Let me let me pull this back up. <laughs> Looks like somebody beat the you know what out of them. What, you're going to rob somebody and, and that somebody's going to beat you like this? Oh, well. Oh, well. But here's the headline. Georgia would-be robber slips on ice while pulling gun, hits head, police say, like a scene from Home Alone. Now, that's not this story here. If you're watching, you see this. This is another story. Georgia officer attacked by naked man high on drugs. That's this idiot right here. Stop smoking them drugs, man. Uh, okay, this story. A Georgia man's attempt to rob a business in the early hours of Christmas morning went awry when employees fended off the suspect, sending him slipping on ice and hitting his head on the ground. That's according to the Gainesville Police Department. Is that the real story? Or did they beat the out of this guy and say that he slipped on the ice? Who knows? Uh, let's see, Luis Sabacho Ordinez, age 30, now facing armed robbery and aggravated assault charges. The incident, which police likened to a scene out of Home Alone, began around 1 a.m. on Christmas morning. Sabacho Ordinez was allegedly hiding behind, wait, allegedly hiding behind a business in Gainesville and pulled the gun on an employee who walked outside. The employee got in a physical altercation with Sabacho Ordinez, who allegedly fired a shot after another worker exited the building and spooked him. Then we'll just call him S.O., allegedly tried to flee the scene but slipped on a frozen patch and hit his head. Witnesses were able to take two two guns away from him until police arrived, and then they took him into custody. No one was struck by gunfire, thankfully. 
Fortunately, no serious injuries occurred, and the perp perpetrator went to jail. That's according to the Gainesville Police Department. Okay? Look, let's 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 look at this, friends. Let's let's look at this. Okay? Here's here's the proof right here. Call me crazy, call me a conspiracy theorist. This dude, little what's his name? Luis Sabacho Ordinez, he might have slipped and fell. But this right here, that the way his face is jacked up and beat up, his eyes closed. Look at the scratches. Look at his nose is broken. Look at his jaw. That dude got his ass beat. That dude got his ass beat by the, the person he was trying to rob and the other employee that came to help him and maybe the witnesses too. That dude got his ass beat. He didn't slip in the ice. That might be what they told police. What happened? I don't know. This dude tried to rob us. He ran away. He slipped in the ice. That This is not a slip in the ice right here. And if you're listening on the planet, you can go back and watch. On YouTube, you can see a picture of this guy. Or it's on foxnews.com. It's one of the top stories. <laughs> he slipped on the ice. Nah, nah, nah. Mm -mm. They beat this dude's ass. Rightfully so. Pulled the gun on him. <laughs> hey, look. His eyes closed. Look, the scratches. How? Mm -mm. Nope. Not believing that one. So it's kind of like an uh-uh story today. Uh-uh, I'm not believing it. And then what about this one here? Also saw this looking at a few things. John says, maybe he's just ugly. John, maybe so. <laughs> Someone says, if that's the case, I would come to be your co-host every morning. What, if I, if I would give money? If, what, that, that's only if I, if I would win the big mega millions. And it wouldn't really be a co-host. We'd have like, we'd have an audience. We'd have an audience of people like hanging out. We drink beer at eight o'clock in the morning, have some hors d'oeuvres. I get my daughter to make a charcuterie board. You know, we, we'd have fun. Now that's if I win the Mega Millions. If I don't, all bets are off. But if I do, it's on. It, it's on. So odds are, mm, probably not going to have a live studio audience or anything like that. But if I do, it's on. So this also got me questioning things, too. Because, boy, January 6th was a big deal. They tried the hearings during, during prime time. No one watched them. They tried a lot of things for January 6th. Now, look, I'm not condoning storming the Capitol or anything like that. We don't have enough time to really go into this. But my, my question, even from when that happened back on January 6th, now, I saw people storming the Capitol, okay? Also, uh, I, I saw videos of police just stepping aside or moving barricades or anything to let people in, right? But if you want to believe that or don't want to believe that, I'm, that's not what it's about today. My biggest question that day was, is this the protection that we have at the U.S. Capitol? Because if it is, we got some problems. There are probably terrorist groups maybe watching thinking, oh, man, you can so you can walk into the sacred chamber? 
and have a couple of police officers just just watching you and making sure you, you're okay? Don't know. Don't know. Go, go try to storm the Acadia Parish Courthouse. Probably not going to happen. But, but now, the January 6th special committee decided to withdraw its subpoena of former President Trump as it concludes its work. They say Trump's testimony was no longer needed, according to the panel's chairman, Representative Benny Thompson from Mississippi. He's a Democratic representative. And now, and now no, no subpoena? This is what uh, Mr. Thompson said. In light of imminent end to our investigation, the select committee can no longer pursue the specific information covered by the subpoena. He added, therefore, through this letter, I hereby formally withdraw the subpoena issued to former President Trump and notify you that he is no longer obligated to comply or produce records in response to said subpoena. Okay, call me crazy, but I think maybe they knew something would come back on them if this happened, you know, you know, like Elon Musk is pulling that curtain back. This could have quite possibly, if they would have subpoenaed former President Trump, started pulling some curtains back. They might not have wanted that. Now, this is what President Trump said. Was just advised that the unselect committee of political thugs has withdrawn the subpoena of me concerning the January 6th protest in the crooked 2020 presidential election. They probably did so because they knew I did nothing wrong or they were about to lose in court. Perhaps the FBI's involvement in rigging the election played into the into the, the decision. In any event, the subpoena is dead. But they also got what they wanted. Right? The media took this story, ran with it. Right? And then it's hard to change people's opinions. I, I don't care on what. Hard to change people's opinions on Tom Brady, people's opinions on former President Trump, President Biden, um, inner, inner, whatever person here. It, these days, it's hard to change people's opinions on whatever. But the media already ran with this story and they're probably not going to run with with this story of he's not subpoenaed anymore because they want people to think that he was subpoenaed and had everything to do with january 6 and all that stuff and i like this media will never be ready to bid farewell to donald trump absolutely not and that's from ari fleischer former press secretary if you remember him from former president bush Ari Fleischer was pretty good. He was pretty good back in the day. But, but it's true. Like, the media will never get off of former President Trump. Never. That, that's still what a lot of the headlines are about now. But no, no subpoena. None. And what about this? You, you know there's a Twitter headline. <laughs> Every day there's something with Twitter. From foxnews.com, Twitter users applaud, fume 
as Musk declares Twitter will follow the science, promote question, promote questioning. So this is the tweet from Elon Musk. He tweeted this. New Twitter policy is to follow the science, which necessarily includes reasoned questioning of the science. Again, if you're watching, listening, not telling you how to feel about this, feel the way you want. But Elon Musk is pulling that curtain back, and they're not liking it, whoever they are. But it looks like he wants to question science, and that's not people are not happy about that. But let me ask you this. Let's put it into real common sense terms. If you had something, God forbid, majorly wrong with you, majorly wrong with you, like, I mean, I'm talking a huge health issue. And you went to one doctor, and that doctor said, this is the protocol we're going to take. And it was a pretty extreme protocol. Would you just go with what that one doctor said? For years upon years, upon years, upon years, there's always been that, I'm going to go get that second opinion. And that was recognized. Again, God forbid something wrong with you health-wise, you're probably going to get a second opinion. You might even get a third opinion on what protocol to take in, in trying to get you back healthy again. So, I mean, there was a couple other tweets. Um, uh, see, Judicial Watch President Tom Fenton uh, says, bad news for transgender extremism, COVID totalitarians, and climate alarmists. Joshua Stevens, he is a NASA Earth Cartography and data visualization lead. Okay, it's a big, it's a big name for him. Um, says this is fair and reasonable. And if any scientists tell you otherwise, never let them wax poetic about curiosity and wonder ever again. Oh, by the way, if you're watching on Facebook or if you're listening, my live got removed on TikTok. Because I violated the terms of misinformation. <laughs> Serious, it says live access removed. I might, I might be locked out of TikTok now. It says your live access was suspended for violating our integrity and authenticity policy. We don't allow content that one spreads misinformation that may cause harm to an individual or community. Let me click see more or the larger public or two spreads misleading media that distorts the truth and may cause harm to the subject of the video, other individuals or society. I made it. I made it. I got kicked off at TikTok for misinformation. <laughs> should I should I appeal it? It says, do you agree with this this decision? Yes or no. Do I agree? Do I agree? No, I don't agree. Um, now it says, why do you disagree? This is all live. It's happening live. Why do I disagree? Here, here are our options. Uh, community guidelines should be adjusted to allow live videos like mine. I've seen similar live videos on TikTok. 
I don't understand the violation reason. TikTok misunderstood my live videos. I've live streamed similar content, blah, blah, blah. I should have gotten a warning first. The restriction time is too long or something else. Let's say community guidelines should be adjusted and allow live videos like mine. And I'm going to submit that. Feedback submitted and done. Okay. So if you were watching on TikTok, you can't watch anymore. I was just, my live was cut off for spreading misinformation. Yes. <laughs> what is misinformation, though? Inquiring minds want to know. What is misinformation? Guess I talked about I talked about DT a little too much. Uh, let, let me not even say his name. Um, let's talk AI. This is also on the list. Now, Ash Reese with Cajun Nerd Media, that show, he got Best Cajun Video. That is his Facebook page. If you're not checking it out, check it out. He's been doing a lot of AI art, all kinds of stuff, and, it, and it's been really, really cool. So he did, and he's been doing like a couple toys, kind of some spoofs on toys for Christmas. He did one with Rob Perillo. And so he has this Fisher Price box, and he calls it a Fache Price box. And so it's me on there, which is a horrible, horrible picture. I look like an idiot. But it says Chris Logan's Internet Radio Station playset. And so there's like this, this console. If you're watching, you see it. There's a computer, and it says planet on it. Look like, like some little turntables, and there's a mixing board. Pretty cool, but it looks like a child's toy. So, I mean, I, I laughed it off. Whatever. Um, but then I hit Ash up, and I was like, dude, you couldn't find a better photo? Like, that one, that one looks horrible. And so he said, I tried AI on you, but you look creepy. And I'm thinking, I mean, I couldn't have looked that creepy. And he said, yeah, you, you did. Now, and I asked him, can I see it? And he said, you sure you want to? So at this point, I'm thinking like, what the hell? But you want to see what I would look like in AI done by Ash Reese? Let's right, check this out. Look. That is, I, I do look creepy. Look at that. I mean, I do have some guns, though. Look at that. Look look those biceps. My hand looks like an alien. I kind of look like the robotic Hillary Clinton in a way. Do, do I? I look like a robotic Hillary Clinton. But, yeah, biceps are okay. My, my hands are not okay. But look at that face. I, I don't know. I, I do look kind of creepy, and I'm glad he didn't use that picture. Also wanted to share this with you. I came across this on social media last night, and this is from Consequence.net. In AI art, AI portraits, it, it's becoming a thing. And on this website... An artist used AI to imagine what dead musicians would look like today. And check this out. Again, if you're watching, this is what Kurt Cobain would look like. 
if he would still be alive in 2020, according to AI. This one, I have to say it's pretty close. Um, this is John Lennon. We'll, we'll go through the gallery. But this is John Lennon. Okay. Not bad. That scroll. Oh, we, we saw Kurt Cobain at the top. He also kind of looks like someone's Cajun uncle. Right? Kind of has a little bit of Cajun in him there. This is Janis Joplin. Okay. Not bad. Tupac. Tupac looks like a old Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> it, or is it just me? He looks like an old Stephen A. Smith. Heath Ledger. No, I mean, that, that one's right on. That, that one looks pretty close. You know, the hair. A little bit different. Look at this. Freddie Mercury. I, I, I mean, I know it's AI, but I don't know about this one. It looks like a, a college professor or something. They got some suspenders on, glasses, still rocking that mustache. But, eh, kind of questioning that, that one. Freddie Mercury, and then back to Kurt Cobain. Oh, look, um, missed that one. Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> I, I, I guess. I would, I would go with that one. And the John Lennon, Kurt Cobain. But, yeah, that's on consequence.net if you want to check it out. <laughs> Best one, though, Tupac looking like Stephen A. Smith. That one's pretty good. Also, some other headlines today saw this. Uh, the Vatican says that retired Pope Benedict, the, what, 16th? His health is worsening. That was a recent story from yesterday afternoon. Apparently, his health is worsening pretty rapidly. The Vatican said that they're asking for prayers for a very ill Pope Benedict, 95 years old. There was a statement regarding the health condition of our Pope, for whom Pope Francis asked for prayers at the end of his general audience this morning. I can confirm that in the last hours, a worsening due to advanced age has happened. Statement also said the situation at the moment remains under control, constantly monitored by doctors. So prayers for former Pope Pope Benedict the 16th. Um, what else do we have to talk about this morning? Got about eight more minutes here in the power hour. Man, I'm, I'm not sure... There's a couple things I kind of wanted to talk about, and I'm not sure if this is going to be like a, a separate episode for me. I mean, there's a lot going on in Church Point on social media about Mardi Gras this year, man, about Mardi Gras. And, uh, I mean, it's it's getting racial, and I mean, it's crazy. The, the saddle train that puts on the Church Point Mardi Gras made some changes. They've been making some changes 
to the Church Point career to Mardi Gras, which was one of the oldest careers where it started out chasing chickens in the country. They still, they still do that. I grew up in Church Point, still live in Church Point. Been going on for as long as I can remember. I think they're in like their 60th year, something like that. And they made some changes to the parade and, and floats. And, and boy, there's so much talk on social media about it. And, and I don't know if I'm going to get into it or, or not, but man, Mardi Gras, don't mess with it. Um, no, but it's, it seems like they're trying to get back to the tradition. And look, j- just my opinion, the, the Mardi Gras parade in Church Point, which I see a lot of people talking about, and they're talking about, talking about the parade, this and that. It's not going to be the same parade. Look, just coming from me, it was never about the parade. It was never about a parade. The Mardi Gras came back through town after chasing chickens in the country. Like, that was the parade. That was followed by floats. But it was never like a Lafayette parade, a Youngsville parade, a Scott. It was never built to be a Mardi Gras parade. Never, never, ever. The Mardi Gras came back through town to show everybody the chickens that they got for to, to make the gumbo. It's never been about a quote-unquote parade, and it's put on by the saddle tramp. But, there, boy, but a lot of talk about that going on. Um, and I guess tomorrow we'll, we'll do another power hour. I took off last Friday, took off Monday for the Christmas holiday. I mean, could I have taken a day off tomorrow? Probably could have. But I'll be back tomorrow morning at, at 7. We'll do some of the morning show on the planet, and then we'll kick off the planet power hour at 8. How are you ringing in 2023? If you want to go check out Frozen Sun Maurice, go to the website, listen to theplanet.com. Got some tickets up for grabs. The party at Frozen Sun Maurice with DJ Kid, Also, One Way and Brian White. Frozen Sun Maurice doing two New Year's parties, one New Year's Eve, one New Year's night. So if you want to double up on your partying to ring in 2023, you can. If you work in the service industry, um, you know, you don't get to party on New Year's Eve. You can party on New Year's night at Frozen Sun. They can stay open late because they're in Maurice. But if you want to win tickets, we got it for you at listen to theplanet.com. 2023, man. Still can't believe. And then also on Sunday. I'll mention this again since we're at the end of the show. Excited to have Seth and Tyson coming to the planet. They're taking their radio shows from terrestrial radio, and they're landing on the planet this coming Sunday. Seth's show will now be called the Louisiana Loud Hour, but he's still playing local rock music. If you were in a rock band, you want to learn more about getting on the show with Seth, then you can shoot us a message on our Planet Facebook page, and we can communicate that way. So that's at 6 o'clock every Sunday night, beginning this Sunday, January 1st. And then Tyson bringing his show, The Grindhouse. If you like the harder stuff, if you like metal, you got to check out Grindhouse. That's from 8 until 10 every Sunday. And Tyson um, came up with a whole new logo And I posted this on the Planet Facebook page yesterday, and I had someone ask, Grindhouse T-shirts coming soon? Ty did a great job on the Grindhouse logo 
and it would look great on a T-shirt. So could that be coming soon? Quite possibly. I also had someone on the post ask about bringing back the Liquid Lounge. Dave Hubble. Legendary guy. Dave Hubble, cool cool cat. I remember, because when I, when I worked at Planet Radio back in the day, um, trying to get my foot in the door, doing a lot of part-time work, and I, I worked a lot on the weekends there, Saturday and pretty much all day Sunday. And that was back when you know they had all these national shows. Um, like I ran some on some sister stations. Like I ran like Dick Clark's Countdown on KTDY on on Sunday mornings and Jim Brickman's show. And then um, was on the Planet, did an afternoon show there. And then I, I hung around at the, at the station cluster all day. Because what it was, Dave Hubble had a show and then it was... Um, Oh, man, it was uh, Hard Drive. I think that was the name of the show back in the day. Had to run that on CDs. And that was like from 9 to 10 or 9, nine till 11. But, man, it was, uh, it was some, long, some long weekends. Definitely, quote, unquote, put in my time back in the day. Loveline. Who remembers Loveline? If you were a Planet listener back in the day, Loveline. Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. That was that was good stuff, and it was kind of edgy too. Love line was probably sound like at eleven. Was it at eleven o'clock? Trying to think because I did the night show for I mean a few years. Trying to think when Love Line was. I I don't remember the time, but I remember I remember having it and, and playing it. I remember a couple people from Lafayette had, had got on the show too. But some classic stuff from back in the day. No, no love line unless we do our own love line or something like that. <laughs> we can make our own love line show, which I, I don't think would would fly today's, you know, today's in today's world. Because like kids know more about all that stuff than I probably do. They would ask questions, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. What is that? I, I couldn't do a love line show. But thanks for watching this morning. Thanks for listening on The Planet, your online home for 90s and 2000s rock. Listen to theplanet.com. Download the app, search, listen to The Planet, App Store, and Google Play. And tomorrow we'll do it all over again. Thanks for watching on Facebook, Facebook Live, my personal page, listen to The Planet page. Also, our Chris Logan Planet Power Hour group. And we were live on TikTok for a little while until I got kicked off for spreading misinformation. I made it. <laughs> Put another feather in the cap. I'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya.